Hey, guys. You ready to let the dogs out? What? Do what? <laughs> let the dogs out. You know, like, who let the dogs out? Who, who? Welcome to Season 6 of the Raise Your Game Show, a podcast that zeroes in on the proven principles and time-tested strategies of high performance in sports and business. I'm your host, Alan Stein Jr. And this season, I chop it up with an array of high performers from a variety of different fields and with a variety of different areas of expertise to find out the habits, mindset, and disciplines they've developed to not only raise their game, but to sustain it as well. More specifically, I will find out what they have done and what they continue to do to manage stress, avoid stagnation, and beat burnout. After all, it's one thing to reach the top. It's another to stay there. I hope you enjoy, and more importantly, I hope you benefit from the wisdom they bestow and that it helps you raise and sustain your game. That's what I'm talking about. Before I formally tee up this episode and introduce my guests, are you open-minded to helping me out? Would you please be kind enough to do me two small favors? First, will you make the time to subscribe, rate, and review this show? Second, will you take a screenshot or a picture of whatever device you're listening on and post on Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook and tag me at Alan Stein Jr.? Go ahead. I'll wait. two things will take you less than two minutes and will do wonders to not only spread the powerful teachings of high performance around the world, but more importantly, it will feed my delicate ego, pump up my self-esteem, and give me the much-needed attention and validation I desperately seek from complete strangers. You can do it! My entire self-worth hinges on podcast reviews and social media shout-outs. My sense of fulfillment is in your hands. So I'm begging you, please. In this episode, I reconnected with one of my all-time favorite former players, Gravis Vasquez. I met Gravis the day he got to the United States from Caracas, Venezuela. Montrose Christian Associate Head Coach David Atkins, who is now a coach with the Washington Wizards, picked Gravis up from the airport, took him to McDonald's, and brought him to the gym. Despite being in a brand new country, not speaking any English, and most likely severely jet-lagged and tired, Gravis walked right in the gym and started throwing Magic Johnson-like passes. Within five minutes, I knew Gravis Vasquez was a special young man, on and off the court. After being Kevin Durant's running mate in high school at Montrose Christian, Gravis went on to have a brilliant four-year career for Gary Williams at the University of Maryland. Then, in 2010, Gravis was drafted in the first round of the NBA draft and played for multiple teams until a devastating ankle injury forced him to retire after an eight-year NBA career. During that span, Gravis also led the Venezuelan national team. Having been sidelined for the past two years, Gravis is working hard to make an improbable comeback and play in the NBA again. And there is no way I'm betting against him. Here are several incredible thoughts from our conversation. 
Let's do it. It's go time. Number one. In this clip, Gravis speaks about Adam Silver's incredible leadership, the NBA bubble, and how you can be great when embracing crisis. Impactful. I mean, what, what he did was like setting the tone. I mean, to me, in crisis is when you embrace and, and, and something out of you come out that to be great. I, I thought he, he saw an opportunity in a good way because he not only attacked the fact that the NBA is entertainment. You know, people wanted contact. There was nothing going on. Not only that, he organized this to a, the highest level, put all the teams together, led the whole NBA to execute this bubble. But more so, he sent a message to the world about the injustice of so, uh, the social injustice that we're going through right now in the United States and, and all around the world. I mean, it was it, it was the right platform. He he built. I mean, the NBA already had the, one of the best platforms in the world, but they utilized it the right way. I mean, that's that's if you talk basketball, that's executing every play at a high efficient, at a high percentage. I mean, everything went so right. Yeah. The, uh, to me, I don't think any other league is going to be able to execute it as good as the NBA did because we went the first league that went actually that went, went after and the okay went. We went out, out to the problem like, we're going to have a bubble. We're going to organize it. These are the dates. This is how we're going to do it. And the players spoke. As you know, LeBron James, Chris Paul, you know, yeah. uh, a, a, a great leaders, uh, great guys that really sent a message to the whole world and, 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 you know, to the society. I think to me, what the NBA has done is, is like I say, it's impeccable. And our commissioner is, to me, one of the best leaders as of now day of, of the United States and, and all around the world. You're so wise. Number two. In this clip, Gravis discusses being a relationship guy and how that enables him to be the ultimate role player. I was Messiah's guy, you know, yeah. and, and, and my relationship with him to up to this day is a great relationship. We, we, we cannot talk for a year and we meet each other or talk on the phone and we're going to love each other, you know what I mean? Because he knows my heart, I know his heart. But when it, in terms of business, business is business, Alan. I mean, you can't really mix apple with, with, with strawberries or apple with, with lettuce, you know. You can't miss none of this. Business is business. Friendships are friendships and, and relationships are relationships. I mean, you, when you're playing in the NBA or, or you're working for the NBA, it's not a love relationship. It's let's get it done. You know what I mean? And whatever is best for the NBA, or especially on this case, whatever is best for the team, that's what we're going to do, a GM or the player is going to do. Uh, and, and to me, that's part of maturity. Can you say that again? Just the way you said it. Let's get it done. You know what I mean? And whatever is best for the NBA, or especially on this case, whatever is best for the team, that's what we're going to do, a GM or the player is going to do. Uh, and, and to me, that's part of maturity. Because when you're young, you think, oh, my God, this homeboy is not going to let me go. He's just, you know, <laughs> he, he's going to choose me. Oh, he's going to trade this guy. No, you, you can't control that. Those thoughts got to be deleted from your head. That, like, if you think like that, I was talking to young kids the other day. I went, to, I went out there to, uh, to a gym, and then I go like, yeah, I was a rock player. 
Am I, I'm out of the NBA right now, no, because my talent, just because of an injury. I, I wouldn't play the NBA for 12 to 15 years easily. You know me. Everyone knows my game. Even, even right after uh, I went out, uh, Popovich called me, like, and you coach the G, our G League team. We want you to, you know, be involved. Like, when Popovich called you, it's like people looking at you of like, oh, this guy can do a job in the NBA. And a year after, they still called me, and I was going to work with them, but I took the job with the, with the Pelicans. So, like, it, it makes me feel good about myself because it says a lot about my career, you know, and what I have done, my body of work. And obviously, I'm a competitor. It's hard for me to, to, to not go through a tough time when I love the game of basketball. And I know if I'm healthy, I can help any team in the world. Yes. So, with that being said, you can't really, you know, you can't really, you can't really, you know, I mean, you fell in love with, with that relationship. It's, it's a job. It's, it's a business. So I, I was telling young kids, like, hey, it's, it's 452 players. How many super, superstars are they? It could be, let's give, you, let's give the lead 20 superstars. 20 super, superstars. I'm giving them too much, but 20. It's 432 players. It's 432 role players. Yes. Role players. Role players, 90% of this league has a role. They have, a, we all have roles. You're not the best player. You probably were the best player in high school or probably the best player in college, but you're not the best player of your team. It's 30 teams, probably 10, 20 super, superstar players. The rest, we have to do a job. Yeah. And you make millions doing that particular job. What don't you get that coming from high school and college and understanding that if you want to make it to the NBA, you're going to have a particular role. So why don't you work that since you're in high school? Okay, with well, a smart. Number three. In this clip, Gravis talks about his unparalleled passion and hard work and how that relates directly to his success in business and in life. Yeah, I mean, it, it cannot be any other way. Yeah. You know, I think when you're, a, a, when you're a pro athlete, you're very competitor. So I can't really cut corners. You know, I went to Montrose. It was really hard to cut corners with Stu Vetter. Coach Vetter was tough. I went to, uh, went to college with Gary. I mean, Gary Williams was my head coach. It was hard to cut corners. So even my, my, my young coaches, my coaches when I was young in Venezuela, they were tough on me. So uh, everything I do, I try to be the best at it. And I'll work at it. I think to me in life, the biggest thing is preparation. How can you prepare for anything you do in life? And, and that's what I do with my kids. Talk about parents, being a parent, being a dad. I'm just as passionate as me trying to make a great comeback. I mean, I mean, I, I, my kids is my, is every, my kids are everything to me. And from three o'clock to nine o'clock today, I got a busy, busy, busy agenda. I have to yeah. take my daughter to dance. I have to take my son to a soccer practice. And I have to take him to another practice and pick up my daughter. And then eventually at some point I have to pick up my little one from the kindergarten. And, 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 and you know, I, I try to be the best that I can possibly be. The other day, last weekend, we had a soccer tournament in, in Orlando because my son plays soccer. He don't even play basketball. and He's good at it. He's only eight. So I tell him, you know what? Uh, we lost a game. We were the best team on paper, but we lost again. So I tell my, I'm telling my son, it's like, I'm trying to coach him, but not soccer because I don't know anything about soccer. And, I, and I'm not trying to get involved with my son, telling him how to play and any of that because right. that's not me. That's not my part. I got to be a dad. So I, I told my, my son, I was like, hey, man, one thing that I, that, I, that, that I, you know, see out of this game and, and your performance is the fact that it's hard to coach without an effort. 
if you don't, if you, in, in anything you do in life, if you don't put up an effort, if you, if you don't work hard, and if you don't do it with a, with a great level of intensity, then you won't be able to have success in anything. And if you play bad by going so hard, then I'm okay. But if, if you don't go hard and you're trying to play well, then you're not going to be successful in sport. Yeah. You have to go hard, 100%, every single rep, every single thing in your life. So your question goes with, like, everything I do, I, I, I commit myself 100%. Like, I, I, I'm not going to give you only 50 or 60. No, no, I'm going to give you the best that I can give you. And at the same time, I'm not going to commit myself to 20 things that I cannot be able to be great as basket. So I don't try to overwhelm myself. And I think maturity and experience will give you that. And my experience in, in this country and, and with my career, you know, coming from Venezuela without nothing and, and, and being who I am right now, uh, it's a tremendous story. And, and oh. now that I'm playing, I, I value my story even more because while you're playing, you think you're cool, you, you, you know, you're navigating in, in New York, you're going to LA, you call KD, you talk to Kyrie, you play against LeBron, you, you know, I spoke to Kobe many times, a guy that was my hero. I was watching on my bone beds in Venezuela, watching games of Kobe, you know, the something I was able to compete against Kobe. Uh, to me, man by mentality was the style, style of living or the style of life. And, and Kobe was Kobe. And, and I was so man by mentality. And, and to me, the, the story of myself is, it, it will inspire the next generation. You know, that's what I do this because I'm sure this podcast is going to be listening and, and, to, to many, 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 many people and a lot of kids and, and understand like you don't need to you don't need to be anyone else but yourself because being you is, is being great. And then when you understand that and, you, and when you're conscious of that then you're gonna you're gonna get anything that you want in life, but you're gonna have to work at it. You have to be you know you have to have some type of discipline. Awesome. Yes number four in this clip, Gravis talks about how hard it was to leave home in Venezuela to pursue a basketball career and how that has shaped who he is today. No, it was, it was hard, man. Uh, to this point, I, I think it really made a tremendous impact in my mom and my dad because they got divorced. So they, got not, they don't have any other options to, than to at least be friends and understand that we got to do this for, my, for our kids, for, my, for, for our kid, yeah. in this case, myself. So when I came to the United States, I came uh, September 25th, 2004. And a guy named David Atkins went to pick me up with a lady named uh, Patty, Patricia Schooler, Patty Schooler. And they picked me up and, and I got to the National Reagan Airport, no English at all, crazy mo. Uh, David Atkins talking to me all all that trash that he talking like hey I just want to work I just I just like uh, where's where's practice I want to go yeah. to practice but I couldn't touch so I was like cuando cuando when right. <laughs> so they, they took me to McDonald's that was the first time that I ate the best McDonald's in my life <laughs> and they took me to Montrose and it changed my life man because you Body schooler, they react and still better. You know, it's like a, like a dad for me, and everyone uh, around Montrose really made me. They really helped me to become who I am because I was I was solo. I was it was just me. Didn't have any. I mean, it, different culture, different food, not, the barrier of the language. Like couldn't speak any English at all. 
and to go, to go through all that stuff without seeing my family almost for two years and having a guy like you taking care of me every Saturday, like eight o'clock in the morning at that game in Rockville and working out with all the kids. Remember, we have many workouts with, with you oh, yeah. and Steph Curry going through the draft. A lot of NBA high elite players work with you and, and you give me an opportunity without me having any type of money to, to actually pay you because that was your job. Yeah. And you really took care of me and, and everyone else did a, a, a tremendous level. So to me, I can only, you know, say thank you. I, I still own you guys. I mean, I, I still, I, I don't even know how to pay back everything you guys did for me in a time where I needed help and guidance and, and, and support. And I value that. You know, that's why I say money comes and goes. But a kid that came from Venezuela with no chance, no chance. Because at that point, none of you guys, even myself, thought I was, you know, this kid has, this kid has, you know, has a chance. I, mm, I don't know, you know, he might go D1. He might, I just want it so bad. I just work at it. And and, and, yeah. and I took advantage of the opportunity you guys gave me. Coach Hackins every day, six in the morning, every Saturday with you, six in the morning. And and and, and going to, to your house to, to watch games and then drink drink smoothies and, and, and talk basketball and, and then Monday again and, and, and do and do it for two years then college. Uh, to me, I value that man. You changed my life. You you part of this. And and, and and that's what life is all about. How can you how what was your legacy? I mean uh, you help so many def different persons. You change people's uh, life. And to me that's that's something that money cannot buy. That's why I'm so thankful for you David Atkins is, you know, I love Coach Atkins. He's he's, yes. he's my favorite. Uh, Stu Vetter is 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 a guy, like you know, my my stepfather. I would say I always talk to him over the phone. He's he's a great guy. And and no matter what, my relationship with you, like Gravis and and you and and the rest of the guys, party schoolers and everyone, the whole teacher staff, in, in at the school, I'm always gonna be so thankful and and. And I'm always going to be very, very appreciative of everything you guys done for me. You're a genius. That's the most outstanding answer I've ever heard. Number five. In this clip, Gravis discusses his time playing with Kevin Durant in high school and how KD embraced every opportunity to not only be a great player, but a great person as well. I have no doubt. You know, we, me and KD um, had a good relationship and then... Yeah. Obviously, we respect each other, and, and and everything he has and everything he got, he deserved it because yes. he worked at it. He 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 earned it. KD is his story is unbelievable. And, you know, he went from not having any money to pay Chipotle or catch a train to to be this tremendous athlete that makes an impact in the community. And to me, that's the real story. You know, when KD uh, was going through a tough time, he really embraced that time and and, and overcome and and oversee everything and became this, and not only an NBA player, because he's more than that, won championships and, and everything he has done. And that started when he was in high school, when he was when he was in PG County, working out, playing all around PG County. You know what I mean? To me, credit to his parents, credit to, to everyone around him, but more so credit to him. Yeah. He really paid the price. And, and, and he was with me most of the time in, in Montreal and Taishido, working out at 6 a.m. with Coach Jack. Yes. Coach Hackins used to cuss us out if we get there at 6.01. <laughs> Kicked us out of the gym. You have to talk to him to get us in practice later on that day. So to me, that's, that's, that's embracing the opportunity. Like, nothing was handed to him. Like, it was easy. 
So to me, uh, more than my relationship with him, I think he's a great player, but he's he's a better person than a player to me. And I, I, I hate when guys talking about KD being like sensitive and all that. Like, let a man be. He, you know, that's who he is, and he wants to be the way he wants to be. He earned that. Then you be KD, or, or then you make yourself Kevin Durant if you want. But I don't think you're going to do that because he's only one. Yeah. So that's why I always say, just love who you are. It's, being, it's great to be who you are. It's great being you. You know what I mean? And yeah. to me, his body, of work, his body of work and everything he has done in terms of his career is impeccable. It's a guy that won championship. It's a guy that, that yeah. could be the second or probably the, be, the best score in the whole NBA uh, with the chance to go to the finals next year. I think he's in a very good situation right now. So to me, uh, I can only, you know, love him and support him because not only play with him, but I know how he thinks and I know his heart. You're the smartest guy I ever met. Number six. In this clip, Gravis talks about what legacy means to him and what he actually wants his legacy to be. You know, I think legacy is built based on, on what type of, what type of person you are. And when you talk about Gravis, you, you, you're always going to say, you know, he's, he's passionate. He works hard. Uh, he's never going to give up. He, 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 if he's committed, he's going to go after. But more so, he's a guy that always going to help somebody to, to reach their goals and, and, and trying to fulfill their, their dreams. And, and to me, the, to me uh, I'm a passing first point guard. So I'm always going to assist people. And I'm always going to put people in situations to have success. And, and when I see that with my kids, with my wife, with, with my athletes and everyone around me, then, then that's my joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that brings so much to me that if I can help you with this interview, that, that like I'm going to be happy throughout the day because, you know, we, we, we kept in touch. We, I finally talked. We haven't talked in a while, but we yeah. still, you know, we remember this great time. So that's what life is, is, is all about. So my legacy is, is going to talk for itself. Like I, I want because I, I always remain focused on the things that I needed to be focused on. And, and to me, the key of success is do the right thing when nobody's watching. And believe it or not, I take that ever since high school. You know, when you guys and, and Stu, Coach Better used to tell me that, like, if, if you do the right thing when nobody's watching, you're going to be the best businessman that you can possibly be. You can be the best parent you can be. You can be the best player. You can do all these things, but you have to commit yourself to do the right thing, especially yeah. when nobody's watching. If no one told you yet you're a genius and an artist, let me be the first. Number seven. In this clip, Gravis speaks about how fun relates to everything he does in life, from basketball to business, and why having a great attitude is vital to success. And that's a major key, and you know me so well that sometimes I want to help so much that I forgot to say that. Like, yes, if you're not having fun, then, then it's not for you. You know, I mean, you have to have fun in everything you do. And sometimes it's hard for regular people to, you know, because you go to eight, work, you work eight to five, it's hard to have fun. But I still believe you got to figure out a way to, to really have that joy and that fun in your life in, every, in anything you do. And that's, that, that worked for me. I mean, because the biggest thing with me is like, I know for a fact what is not having anything. And I know for a fact what is making millions. You know, a guy that probably never, no, no one thought he was going to, become an NBA player, I played eight years in the NBA. 
and, and I played eight years and I couldn't play even more. It's just the fact that I, that I went out through because of a tough injury, but I had fun, man. I was, it was fun working out at six in the morning. It was fun to win. It was fun. You know, even sometimes when you lose, you, you, you go home and you're like, damn, but you, you, you're still like, I'm going to get it next day. But how you get it? By, by bringing up a, a big smile, a great attitude, I will say. Yeah. A great attitude to work. I mean, everything with a great attitude is always better, man. And, and to me, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. My vibe around anyone is going to be at a high level because I, everything I do, I, I do it with, the, with the intentions to have fun and to, and to make people feel acclimated and, and, and feel great of being themselves. So that's, that's, that's a major key, what you just said, because you know me, you know, you know yeah. me since I was, I was a young boy. So just, yes, man, having fun is... is is very, very important for Gravis Vasquez. You smart. I appreciate that. Number eight. In this clip, Gravis discusses the simple fact of learning how to say no while still having a great heart. Totally. I, I, had, to, I, had, to say, I had to learn how to say no, even to family. Uh, that's why at this point, I, I'm, I'm at a point in my career where I can actually you know, I can't make many mistakes right now because I haven't played in four years, but I'm in a point in my career where I can choose what I, what's my next step. You know what I mean? And sometimes you have to call people around you because if you continue to say yes and, and, and give people money or help people with businesses and, and then you start uh, putting all this stuff around you that it's not really helping you to grow because you always have room to grow. I don't care how, how old are you. You always, excuse me, you always have room to get better in my case uh, I had to learn the hard way you know I help everyone in my family I help I help a lot of friends but at this point in my career I'm done you know it's it's the it's time for me is this time is it's a time for me to help myself in order for me to help others because right now I'm going through a tough time health-wise with, with my ankle so if I if I help others while I'm, I'm going through a tough time which I do in a way because that's my personality, but I, 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 it's more narrowing it down. Like, okay, I have to be more focused on the things that I need to do if you really want to help your mom, your dad, your brother, and everyone else in your family. Because right now, everyone is going through a tough time. So everyone is losing their businesses and all that. So uh, I have to learn how to say no. And that's a major key as well. If you can learn to say no at the beginning of your career, I always say this, it's a, it's a timeline. And, and a lot of players and a lot of humans and a lot of people, just, they're just trying to do better after they messed up. Why would you just do better from the beginning so you can be great? You know, that's the difference between being good or great, that timeline. When are you going to pay the price? And then you see these best players, they do it from the beginning. They do it from the beginning. A lot of people just make a mistake and they're just trying to become Christian, which is great. I respect that. But once you became Christian the first moment of your, of your life and you start working hard from, the, from, the, from time zero to time 50. My boy's wicked smart. Number nine. In this clip, Gravis talks about his inner circle, a.k.a. Team Vasquez, and how they are supporting him on his comeback. Well, I still have the same uh, agent that represents me. Uh, his name is Jason Blushon. He used to be with Wasserman. Yep. Uh, he is now on his own. And he was the one uh, handling my, my, my career when I was there in Wasserman. Uh, but at the meantime, 
since I can make a tremendous impact, especially in my region, I, I, I want to I, I open up my own agency. Oh. And I'm going through, like, I'm recruiting baseball players, boxers, even basketball players, eventually just to develop them yeah. and try to bring it to the United States and, and get them into a situation where they can actually have success. So I want to I, I wanna, I wanna bring them an opportunity where they can go through what I went through because I, I got the body of work. So uh, who, 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 I got the credibility, I will say. So uh, right now I'm working on that. Like I have a baseball academy in Venezuela. Um, I, I have my agency, Global Sports Management. I have a, a group of people that work for me, uh, but I'm still using my agent when I be the player is the NBA is, is, is Jason Glusha. But my agency is, is, is starting right now. Uh, I want to open up my basketball academy franchise here in Miami, but I want to develop everything in, in the region, South America, Colombia, Venezuela. So I don't want to, I don't want to take any Americans yet just because I, I want to work my market first. Uh, so, and I, and I love the development of these kids. I, I really want to help kids to develop like you did with me. So I want to put the best staff where they can actually get the best work, but more so, you know, the best education as well. If you, if you don't study, you can't play. You won't be able to perform. You won't be able to do any sports. I don't care how talented you are. You're gonna be able to get your education and and do the sport that you want. I'm gonna give you that advantage because in our countries, in that region over there in South America, it's hard to study and 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 and, and play sport or do an extracurricular activity. So what what I'm trying to do is give them an opportunity to have success. Baseball, the business of baseball is a little bit different than basketball. So I'm still working on these things. I'm putting it together. It's been like almost eight months and I have at least 20 baseball players already signed. Uh, the academy is, uh, is going really well. We have like three kids that right now they're really, 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 really talented. They're probably going to sign with uh, one with the Mets, I think, the other one with Boston, and one with the, with the Astros. So things in that in that perspective are really going well yeah uh, i think uh the platform that i have to, can really help all these athletes and everyone and, and everyone around me and in terms of finance uh, i got the best group as well and the the, the, the diversity see, uh, being the best venezuelan basketball player that ever was born in my country he also gives me access to the best financial guys back home that have legit businesses here. So I can get two different point of views and check how, you know, who's, who gives me the best. And obviously the people that work for me here uh, in the United States done a tremendous job with me. But at the same time, I want to lead my company the way I'm leading it right now. So sometimes you're just going to have to start from scratch and separate what greatest baskets is as a player with the greatest baskets as a businessman, you know. I'm gonna be more hands on top of my business and me leading this uh, for every second. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. My biggest takeaways from my time spent with Gravis is that being a relationship guy and the ultimate role player will always set you on course to be successful in sports and business. And that having fun, being passionate and maintaining a positive attitude is vital to success in every area of your life. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for investing your time with us. Please let me know what you learned in the episode by hitting me up at Allenstein Jr. on Instagram and Twitter 
And make sure you check out MakeYourGamePlan.com for our killer student-athlete and coaching online courses. Until then, I'm wishing you the best as you raise and sustain your game.